Hi, I'm Nancy Dufresne. Welcome to our podcast channel. We know you'll be blessed by today's message. Hallelujah. Father, thank you for the Holy Spirit, our great helper, our comforter, our counselor, our advocate, intercessor, strengthener. Stand by all that you are, you are to us. All that you are, you are in us. We're so grateful today. Glory to God. Help us, Holy Spirit, today. Glory to God. Hallelujah. How many are thankful today to be saved, to be filled, to be indwelt by the Spirit of God? Glory to God. The same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you. All that He was on Resurrection Day, He's in you today. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Well, turn to somebody before you're seated. Say, I'm thankful for who's in me. <laughs> Glory. Y'all are too much fun. Isn't it, isn't it too much fun hearing, hearing these guys lead every day? And uh, glory to God, they know how to take hold of the flow and bring it, so we appreciate that. Welcome everybody to Wednesday morning edition of the Miracle Crusade, Mississauga, Ontario. Glory to God. We're still excited to be here. And uh, celebrating all kinds of good things today. Well, really just one thing in particular, but also celebrating the Lord. And uh, if you were here yesterday morning, we had a service yesterday morning. Yes, uh, you might not know how to, how to categorize it or, <laughs> or explain it, but it was a variety of things. And you know, uh, one of the hallmarks of the time we're in is the variety yes. of the flow of God. Amen. And uh, it's our endeavor to become skillful in the full variety of the different ways that God moves and flows. You know, the Bible speaks of different ways. And, and uh, I wouldn't say there's an unlimited, I mean, there's unlimited results, there's unlimited application, but there's not an unlimited variety listed in the Word of ways that God moves. And, and so we want to become skillful in all of those. Do you know that what we experienced yesterday was one of God's flows? Yes. Yes. Amen. Amen. It, it was, you know, the, the Spirit of God can... Uh, well, we read last night in Ephesians 1 in the service that He's the Father of glory. Yes. Isn't He? Yes. Uh, no, that's Ephesians 3, right? Ephesians 3, the Father of glory. Thank you. Uh, the glory of God's the manifestation of God. When I read that, sometimes I read it to myself this way. He's the Father who loves to manifest. The Father who manifests. That just helps me. And he can manifest his glory in ways that are uh, overwhelming. Overwhelming. And, and that's kind of what I, uh, you know, was experiencing. And I think a lot of us were experiencing yesterday was just his, whether you call it his presence, his anointing, his power, his glory. It's all the same substance. It's all God. But you can experience him in, an, in a manner that... Uh, exceeds your ability to contain. Well, isn't that characteristic of God, right? 
he, uh, he doesn't just fill our cup halfway. What does he do? My cup, my cup runneth over. He runs over our cup. <laughs> runs our cup over. Runs our cup over. And uh, he, he is a cup running over. Net breaking. Ship sinking. Too many cows for the land to hold. You know what I'm saying? That, that, that's, just, that's just God. He's, he, he, uh, people say he's perfect. I disagree. I think he's flawed. And I believe that his one flaw is he has no concept of when to stop. He does. Yes, he is. I've said it for years. He's the God who doesn't know when to stop. Uh, because his definition of full is determined by the capacity of the vessel. We, and, and even then, even then, he doesn't stop at apparent fullness. He keeps going until, uh, un, until it's just pouring over. Amen. And so really, uh, do you know that one of the emphasis, what's the scholarly way to say it? Emphases? I don't know. One of the emphases <laughs> of our death's way, I'd say, of our day is becoming a believer who is a container that God can fill. Right? Didn't, didn't Paul talk to Timothy and say, become, become the kind of vessel? Right? A vessel unto honor. Well, what's a vessel? It's something you fill. Right? And uh, that prayer over in Ephesians that we referenced last night, I don't know that we read, read every bit of it, but uh, it, it talks about being filled with all the fullness of God. Well, what's that like? What's that like? What's it like to be filled with all the fullness of God? Huh? Is the Bible just talking? Does Paul just like say, well, if I, if I say this in an impressive way, maybe it'll make it into the... Uh, New Testament canon when they, when the council meets a couple hundred years from now. No, 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 no. How many know the Bible says it like it means it? And it means it like it says it? And if it says we're to be filled with all the fullness of God, how many know we can be filled? We can be filled with all the fullness of God. And the uh, Amplified Bible says the richest measure of his divine presence. Well, all we experienced yesterday was some of the richness. Uh, that richest measure and so I want to encourage you like I started to say at the beginning of the service yesterday if you if you remember back that far a lot's happened you know Uh, but at the beginning of the service yesterday we were just talking about never passing up the you remember this we're never passing up the opportunity to engage with God to receive from God and uh, just being one that whatever you do do it all the way Doing it halfway is an uh, indication of lukewarmness, right? When something's lukewarm, it's halfway hot. <laughs> it's half hot. Or, it's been, or it was hot and it's been sitting now. And that's no bueno, like they say, really south. No bueno. That's no good for it to be lukewarm, right? Does God like lukewarm? No. What's he do? He takes a sip, and if it's lukewarm, what's he do? Spits it, spits it out. And so uh, a Christian that does things halfway, huh? This ain't a halfway house, is it? Is it? 
it's not a halfway house here. <laughs> we all the, we all in? We all the way? All the way. All the way. If it's time, if it's time to worship, uh, like they say in the clubs, so I hear, I don't, I don't go, but w- when the beat drops. <laughs> so I don't have the I don't have the moves my son does. I hear so <laughs> when the beat drops. What do you do when the beat drops? You just you all in, all in on it. Just all in. None of, none of this halfway. Oh. Isn't that nice, Frida? That's just beautiful. No, none of that is halfway. Just see, we're not, uh, we're not just observers. We're not just spectators. In our day, in our day, see, some things that might have been okay in Grandpappy's day, they're not okay anymore because you can't, we, you can't just be a spectator for the plan of God to come to pass. Everybody in, all hands on deck. Right? Everybody a participant. Yes. Participant. Yes. Right? Folk will pay a lot more money than you paid to get here to go, to go see a sporting event where you're just a spectator. I mean, if, they, if, and if the, the team was doing bad, they don't give you no money back. They don't give you your money back. You say, well, I came to see this. I came to see my team win. How many know you come to see your team win? And... and Oh my goodness, man! Last Christmas, we spent the Christmas in uh, in California, where our kids are, and uh, we just went to them for Christmas. And so on Christmas Day, my son bought uh, bought me tickets to go to SoFi Stadium, which is a new uh, NFL stadium, because the, my the football team where we live we live in Denver, Colorado. So we have the Denver Broncos. They weren't really good last year, but we had hopes because they were playing a team that also wasn't good, the Los, An- <laughs> the Los Angeles Rams. So we went, Christmas Day, we went and, uh, to SoFi Stadium, and we went to see the Broncos beat the Rams. And I feel like I did a service for my, uh, for my home state because the coach got fired after that. They were, that's how bad they were. They fired the coach. Didn't even wait till the season ended. They fired him that day. And I was thinking about what he, I didn't pay for it, but I was thinking about what my son paid for the tickets. And I, they said, you didn't, we didn't get value. We didn't get value. Because my, I mean, my team just laid uh, uh, Christmas I don't, it didn't lay a Christmas egg, laid a Christmas ham, right? I mean, just really, just, <laughs> they were just bad. Really, really, really bad. I mean, fighting with each other, everything. Didn't even fight the other team. They were just fighting each other. You know, you, when you lose enough, it just makes you really, really upset. But that's, see, uh, here, you come here, our, we, we on the winning team. We're on the winning team. But uh, I, I wanted to get in the game. I was like, just let me down there because I could, I, you know, really physically I couldn't stand even one hit. But you think you can. Yeah. 
Right? You say, I think I could do better. <laughs> Whatever sport it is, you know, you think you could do better yeah. Yeah. than what they're doing. Please let me, just let me be a, a, a participant because the, I can't do any worse than what these guys are doing out here. But in church, it's, no, it's, no, it's not okay to just come, be, to just come and watch. Yeah. Now, if you don't know any better or if, if you're just learning, I understand that that's what you do. But uh, there's always uh, the opportunity to participate, yes. right? And if, it's, uh, if the word is being preached, how many know you still have a, a, a big part in participating in that? I know a lot of folks know what I'm talking about already, but a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't. And so it's, it's not, we're not mad at you. We just want to enlighten you and help inform you that you even have a part in the preaching. Did you know that? That if you'll bring, if you'll bring your faith, bring your faith. I mean, I mean, actively while, while the minister is up there actively be believing and receiving. We sometimes call it polling. Not, not mentally. I'm talking about on the inside. And what you're doing on the inside is you're connecting to the same spirit that the minister's connected to. And you're just bringing your faith because it doesn't take that big a, par- a percentage of the crowd not doing that before it begins to affect what happens in the service. And it can begin to, you know, if you have 30, uh, 30 35% or so, or, or maybe even less, or maybe even more, depending on where you are, of people who are disengaged, that can affect the flow of the service. You might say, well, what does that matter? And because you, I mean, that's, a, that's a, a honest question. What does that matter? God delivers things. God doesn't deliver things to you mentally. He's not a mind delivering things to your mind. It's not just what comes in your ears. But along with what's spoken, remember I talked yesterday a little bit about how uh, God's power will travel through words, travel through sound. Yeah. Uh, The power of God, there's a flow. There's movement in every service, you understand. And that movement can be stronger or greater. And when it's stronger, people who don't know how to cooperate with it can end up receiving. And then, and then they can learn to cooperate with it. When it's weaker, few people end up receiving. Amen. God delivers what he delivers to us spiritually spiritually. Yes, words are spoken that you understand with your mind, but those words get down on the inside of you. And he, the spirit, we were singing about him, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit enlightens you and truth is revealed. And when truth is revealed, then you can act on that truth and receive it. But when you just come and sit, Again, you, you guys have been wonderful. I'm just, uh, for, you know, there's a lot of people watching. And, and then even some who, who are, are coming that might not know these things. But when you just sit there disengaged, not, not even purposely disengaged, but if you just, if, if you're present, but we, we say it this way, the lights are on. 
but nobody's home. Remember that? When you just, when you just sit there like that, see, you're not connected. Uh, You're disconnected from the flow and the flow of what? Well, pastor preached on it last night. The flow of God's power. God's power is connected to each one of us who are born again. Amen. But we can, we can have the switch off, so to speak. The, that power. Even though it's connected to us, we can, we can switch off the flow. Yeah. Or we can engage and switch on the flow. Amen. Amen. Be recipients. And here's what happens. When you're, uh, when you're connected to the flow of God, you strengthen the flow of God. Yes. When you participate yes. in the flow of God, you strengthen that flow. Yes. Amen. Whenever, and, you know, those of you that you're saying amen when you hear this, that's, that's participation. Yes. That's, just an exa- that's an example of participation. And I know you're doing this good, but I'm led to say it today. Yes. Just led, led to help us along these lines. Um, be, because the body of Christ, as I was saying a few moments ago, we're not, we don't have the luxury of just the preachers coming and doing their thing, you know, wh- whatever that thing is, and, and us just sitting and listening. Uh, the, f- the move of God in our day, the last day's revival, will not, it will, there will be absolutely ministers, preachers. In fact, the fivefold offices will be very prominent. But by the reason they're prominent is because they are training all of us, the rest of us. And so it won't just be them by any means. All of us are to be carriers. Now, I'm not just trying to educate you today. Uh, we're, We're endeavoring to bring a flow and leave a flow that will absolutely change Toronto, change this greater, this region. Amen. Uh, this, this church, uh, this church being here, this is an amazing light in this city, but we're not, I mean, by no means, I, I, I haven't asked the pastor, but I'm sure he doesn't feel like, okay, yeah, we're done. No, no, no. I mean, maybe even just getting started, right? You know, uh, in terms we, we, we're reaching, we, 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 this group here, you can reach this region. Yes. Yes. If we can get everybody to be a full participant yeah, and then a carrier of the flow of God, a carrier, a carrier, meaning you take what you get here and you take it with you. And Panamesike and Stella Papaspokovrendeme and Zelatai and Tinamorste and Debrabrakastu until all the Pakaste Shelabansbe. Yeah. And to flow and to go the way we need to, we must learn this participation. We must understand our part. And these things are not just mental. They're spiritual. They're from the heart. So pay attention to me. Pay attention to what I'm saying because you, your life, your family, your health depends upon it. Amen. Thank you. So in a flow like yes, like what we had yesterday, you know what that, uh, in some ways, that was God making it really, really easy, giving us a connection point for, for, uh, for all of us to hook on and experience maybe a level of, of, uh, his presence, level of his glory that you not maybe usually experience, and you get a taste of it. How many got? How many tasted yesterday? Well, did you taste and did you see that the Lord is 
good? Yes. Did it taste good? Yes. And, and how many felt like if, like, like I'm just, just back that off just a little bit to where I can talk again and function again? <laughs> and send me out with this because, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, with, with more of his presence and his power. And what happens is you find yourself bypassing uh, all the limitations and restraints that your mind would normally put on you. So your, your mind will give you, will always give you reasons not to act on the, on the promptings of God, especially in public, especially, you know, you know what I'm saying? Especially when you're out amongst people, like you're ordering a sandwich and, and you know, the, the, the person's going through something and you just have this, if something comes up, they need healing. And your mind says, shut up, they need to make my sandwich, right? So your mind will say that. Your mind will rebuke your spirit and say, shut up, don't, what do you mean they need healing? What, that's, that's not, woman, what would Jesus say? Woman, what do I have to do with you? My time's not come, this is my, not my time. I'm, I'm not in church, I'm not in the pulpit. Let them make my sandwich. I know they're, they can't lift their arm, but that's just let them make a sandwich. <laughs> but when you're full of God and you're walking full of the compassion of God, what, what happens is you see them and you say, hey, hey, you need healing, don't you? And you grab, you grab and minister to them and, and you did it bef- and your mind said, your mind afterwards said, your mind will say, you didn't even give me the chance to object. Because your mind will, like I said, your mind will always say, I object. I object, Your Honor. That's the idea. You want to act before you can object. And living full, living full, get, get uh, taking advantage of those times. Now, I don't manufacture those times. I had, I had zero plan for what happened yesterday to happen. I had, I had no, I was turning in my Bible to start, I thought, continue from where we started the other day. Had no clue that we were going to go there, but we were gloriously interrupted, and I'm okay. I'm okay anytime God wants to interrupt. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And so uh, that's, that's my encouragement to you, to be, be a full participant. A full participant. I love the story. Uh, over in one of the books of the Kings. <laughs> I can't tell you just exactly where it is right now. I love the story of, it, this was Elisha the prophet was on his deathbed. And uh, the king uh, that Elisha served, he, Elisha called him in. And, and uh, he, one of the things he told him, that he was talking about the enemies and how to conquer them. And, he's, and he, said, uh, he said, take arrows and shoot. Well, who wants to waste good arrows, you know? I mean, they cost a lot of money to get those the king's arrows made. And so the king took, took a couple, and Elisha got wroth. You know what wroth is? That's worse than mad. Wroth is, wroth is like, you know, we have other words we'd use, but we won't use that here. But uh, wroth is mad. And Elisha got mad, and he said, you're going to have a partial victory because you put, you, you did it, I'm paraphrasing it, you did it half-heartedly. You didn't participate. You didn't take advantage of the opportunity to participate. You passed up the opportunity to, if, how many know if the prophet of God says, shoot your arrows, you empty your quiver, you shoot them all, you shoot them all, you shoot them far, right? 
And I, I, I translate that over into every, every time we have uh, an opportunity to connect with God in a, in a gathering like this, yes. be, it, be it with the praise and worship, be it with the preaching, be it in the offering. Yeah. 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 Or can I say, when, 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 a, when a brother's up there trying to receive an offering yeah. and folk be looking all depressed... And you're smiling this morning, so it wasn't just the lighting. <laughs> See, no, 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 that's, that's, that's an opportunity to participate. And I get it. Some folk, you know, maybe come and it's like, I came here to hear Pastor Nancy Dufresne. I didn't come here to hear this other guy. But I, I came to hear from God. How about you? And I don't care who God uses. I want to hear from God. So we don't, we don't pass up any opportunity and when we and when we participate we shoot all our arrows meaning we give full participation full connection full connection full connection all the way i'm loving you this is my love to you today i'm loving you i'm helping you this, this will change you. This will help you. What say you come bail me out a little bit? Huh? How about it? Because I, th- I, I think if I say anything else, I might be, I might be run to the North Country. Praise the Lord. Are we in the North Country? Oh, okay, yeah. Further north. Really, really north. <laughs> Glory to God. Full participation. Full participation. You know, a, a, a little over a year ago, probably now, um, our, we have a, a church in Colorado. Uh, I pastor that church. And on our midweek service, our Tuesday night service, we typically spend time in prayer is what we do. We'll teach some on prayer, and then we'll spend time praying. Um, this is a praying church. Um, I haven't been here in many, many years. I know, I know your pastors, but um, just on Monday when we had some time to pray, just starting, you can tell. You can tell this is a praying church, but um, prayer, the elements of prayer must be taught. Um, and then the flow of prayer is caught. And uh, one Tuesday night, uh, we have a smaller crew uh, right now. We've been pioneering there in Colorado. And, and we had, we had a, a group of maybe 10 people um, that particular Tuesday night. And it was a very interesting time. We're, we're always training. We're always learning. And in that time, we ministered some on prayer, and then we were going to pray in the spirit. And uh, as we're praying, we're going along, you know, and um, I, I was realizing the spirit isn't pleased. And I was like, what, what? We're, we're praying. What? <laughs> and I, um, I didn't actually look, I try not to look around at the people when, <laughs> when I'm praying, but um, I realized 
we didn't have full participation. Now, I'm, I'm using that number 10 because it's easy to divide. <laughs> but um, we had one person there that was a newer believer, okay? He had recently come to the Lord, had found our church. We got him filled with the Spirit. And so he was perhaps not participating fully because he didn't know how, okay? The Spirit wasn't upset with that, right? He was in the right place to learn. But there was another person there who was supposedly um, a firm believer, someone who was supposedly knew the things of God, was supposedly raised in church. And uh, they were also new to us, and uh, they're no longer with us because they didn't last very long with us because they decided just wasn't their thing praying with other people in other tongues it just wasn't it's just I didn't I wasn't feeling it just wasn't feeling it you know I've I've read this book many times now and I it's just it's never I've never found where if you feel like it you participate in the things of God, and if you're not feeling it, then you're exempt. <laughs> and so in, my, in that, that little time of prayer with my, my crew, I had, let's just say there was eight of us actually fully participating. We had one person who just was doing the best he could with what he knew. And then we had one person who just flat wasn't feeling it. And so I had about 20% of this crew not fully participating. And the spirit was bothered. Bothered. And he prompted me about a certain passage of scripture. And if we could, can we look there this morning? Genesis chapter 11. <laughs> Hallelujah. We're talking about participating today in all the flows that God has for us, not just the ones we like, not just the ones we think mm, we're good at or we understand, but participating in all the flows. And one of the flows of these services directed by the Holy Spirit was that we were to spend some time in the mornings in prayer together in unity united prayer is what brother hagan taught us he he called this the, the united prayer where we all come together we all participate in this flow of prayer and in that little time where i just had a few people just one deciding 
this isn't my thing, affected the flow. So much so that he had me stop. Why? Because we weren't accomplishing what he wanted to have accomplished because of the lack of unity, the lack of participation. And he prompted me with this particular passage, how important this this process, this participation of praying in the spirit, praying in other tongues, how important this actually is to him. And so in uh, Genesis chapter 11, this is an interesting passage. Some of these passages in Genesis are interesting. And it says this, it says, and the whole earth was of one language and of one speech. You see that? One. One language, one speech. And it came to pass as they journeyed from the east that they found a plain in the land of Shinar and they dwelt there. And they said to one another, Go to, let us make brick and burn them thoroughly. And they had brick for stone and slime had they for the mortar. And they said, go to, let us build us a city and a tower whose top may reach onto heaven. And let us make a name lest we be scattered abroad upon the face of the whole earth. And the Lord came down. To see the city and the tower which the children of men builded. And the Lord said, Behold, the people is one. And they have all one language. You see that? They have one language. And this they begin to do. Now, nothing will be restrained from them, which they have imagined to do. One people, one language, one place, and anything they imagined, God said, they'll be able to accomplish. And God didn't think this was a very good idea. He was like, uh-oh, we've got a problem. Anything they imagine, if they're in unity, they're going to accomplish. And they don't have me in them yet. Verse 7 says, go to, let us go down there, and there confound their language, that they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered them abroad from thence upon the face of all the earth, and they left off to build the city. Therefore, the name of it's called Babel, because the Lord did there confound the language of all the earth, and from thence did the Lord scatter them abroad from the face of all the earth. And from that time to this, there is not one language on this earth, right? 
he divided it on purpose because he couldn't have unity in a, a, um, in a man. Yeah. Yeah. In a wrong direction. In someone who is unregenerate, someone who didn't know the plan and purpose of God in the earth. But it wasn't his plan to leave us without a way to flow in unity. He just had to wait for the proper time. When Jesus had paid a price for us so that we could come into the unity of the faith and, and have the spirit of God indwell us to the point that we could be filled, baptized with the spirit of God and speak a heavenly language. And in a moment while we were sitting there praying, I saw that God had restored to us a language that no matter what natural native language you speak, you, he superseded that for us and allows us the body of Christ in France, in Canada, in the U.S., and wherever you are, to step into a unified flow, and whatever we speak, can happen. The amplified version of Genesis 11, verse 6, it says this. The Lord said, behold, they are one people, and they have one language. And this is only the beginning of what they will do. Now, nothing they have imagined they can do will be impossible for them. God had to take this ability to come together with a unified language and reserve it for a time when we could all enter into his plan and his purpose. And so, so let's look in Acts chapter 2 when this language was gifted to us, the body of Christ. Glory to God. This is, to me, it, it blows my mind. The genius of God. The master plan of God that he can look at really basically the beginning of time and say, oh, they're not ready for that yet. We've got to change that. But, but, but when, they, when they are unified, there's nothing they can't accomplish. So we're going to just reserve this ability for the proper time. <laughs> Glory to God. So in Acts chapter 2, we know, we know this verse, right? We know this passage. 
But we don't get tired of looking at these things because there's so much here. Glory. Sorry, I didn't know we were going this direction. So I don't have it marked. But here we are. Acts chapter 2. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with what? One accord. accord, And they were where? In one place. Sounds familiar? They were in one accord, in one place. Glory to God. And this time, they were born again. This time, they were after the plan of God. Not just what they mentally imagined. Not what they just decided, oh, a good place for a tower. Let's put it here. Let's do whatever we want. No, this time, this time it was all about his plan, his purpose, his way on the earth. How do we do this? How do we do this job that Jesus just left us with? How do we go and make disciples of all the nations? How? 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 God goes, here's how. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire. And it sat, glory, upon each of them each of them each of them everybody was participating that day everybody participated that day one accord one place and everybody received not just the front row Not just people who have been, you know, they've been born again for longer than me, so they know more than me. No, everybody was participating. Sat on each of them, and they were all filled. All filled. All filled. All filled. Why don't you try it? All filled. Everyone. God wants unity full participation that doesn't mean that some people are uh totally in and other people on the back row are just like "Eh, just not feeling it i think my husband said it on monday we really are sweet and so what we're what we're ministering it's it's in love praise the lord if it comes out strong well just say she's she's sweet they were all filled with the holy ghost and began to speak not with their native language they began to speak with other tongues as the spirit gave them utterance So God saw in Genesis 11 that with one language, there was nothing that could not be accomplished. And it so mm, uh, concerned him that he came down and confounded the language for really all time. Our time, this age. But it wasn't because he didn't want us to be able to function at full capacity 
it was because we just didn't have as much of God as we needed. But now we do. But now we do. And so God basically gave us this ability to step into a heavenly place and function by speaking one language that our mind doesn't understand. Isn't God amazing? Because he knows the oneness, the unity of us all participating, coming together in one place. We've met people through the years, you know, uh, we've heard things like this, you know, praying with the other people, it's just not my thing. It's kind of, I prayer, prayer is just, you know, me and him. It's private. It's my private time with God. Well, yes, you're supposed to have private time with God. Of course you are. We're all supposed to. But that's not what happened here. And throughout the book of Acts, right? This isn't the only time they were together in one place and giving themselves to the plan and and praying these things out. There is a purpose in united prayer. And it is a great purpose. So much so that when there was just that little group, that crew that I had about a, a, a little over a year ago, and not everyone was fully participating, I had 10% that just didn't care, and I had 10% that mm, wasn't too sure. He stopped it. He was bothered. Because he couldn't get accomplished what needed to be accomplished in that time. Because of the lack of unity. The lack of participation. And in a moment of time, I saw that as we were praying, I realized, oh, this is bigger than I realized. This is, this is so much more important. This time together to yield ourselves in one accord to one language, his language, and pl- pray out and cooperate with his plan for the earth, with his purpose. This is big time. Big time. And it's not just for the pastors. It's not just for the preachers. It's not just for the little group of ladies that likes to pray on Wednesday afternoon. He wants everyone to know this flow, everyone to get involved. And you may say, well, I just don't understand it. Well, welcome to the club. He gave us a language your mind will not understand. On purpose, he did that. Because he doesn't want you imagining what you would like done on the earth. 
I know you'll find this hard to believe, but we don't do a lot of counseling at our church. <laughs> um, but when we do, there's times where I think, I'm going to go in and tell them what they're supposed to be If they would just read their scriptures and pray like they're supposed to, they'd get things straightened out. And I find myself going in and going, oh, sweetie, it's going to be all right. God's so good, and he loves you so much. What, what is that? You know, my plan, my way of dealing with somebody, it's different than the way the Spirit would deal with them. And that's the same with prayer. Praise the Lord. Romans 8.26 says, Likewise, the Spirit also helps our infirmities. What is our infirmity? We don't know what we should pray for as we ought. Is God really telling us you don't know how to pray for things the way you, yeah, yeah, yep, yes he is, yes he is. You may know a few things. You may know there's a problem. You may know there's a situation that needs to be taken care of. But he knows the best way to take care of it. He knows the best people to put on the job. He knows exactly the plan that will fulfill his purpose. And so he has given us this beautiful opportunity and ability to speak in a heavenly language where we are cooperating with him to fulfill the plans and purposes of God on the earth. And he wants us all to be a part of it. Whether you got filled with the Spirit yesterday or whether you've been walking with him for 70 years, you can be a part of praying out the plans and purposes of God. Praise the Lord. Um, Acts 2 verse 4, we were just there, where it says they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues. I want to read that verse to you in the Wiest translation. Um, it's Kenneth Wiest, right? Was his name? He was a, a Greek uh, scholar. And this is so interesting to me. It says they were all controlled by the Holy Spirit and began to be uttering words in languages different from their own native language and different from those spoken by the others, even as the Spirit kept giving them ability to speak forth, not in words of everyday speech, but in words belonging to dignified and elevated discourse. Praise the Lord. He gave them the ability to speak forth, not in words of everyday speech. 
that language, no good in God's way. You know, it's good to get around in this natural world. But for God's purposes, everyday speech, not those words, but in words belonging to a dignified and elevated discourse. God wants us to be able to participate in his discourse, in his language, in his way of speaking. Elevated discourse. You know, when uh, the Azusa Street Revival hit uh, in, in California there in, in the early 1900s, um, one of the biggest markers of that of course miracles and things like that were but people were getting baptized in the spirit and speaking in other tongues and the body of Christ as a whole did not like it they did not like it they they had all kinds of names that they labeled the people that would speak in other tongues they were uh, so much so that, I mean, through the decades when people would start to get filled with the Spirit, they were shunned. They were kicked out of some of their churches. They had to go backwoods somewhere <laughs> because they, they, they were considered lowly. They were considered common. They were considered uneducated, not, uh, not a part of high society, improper not dignified but according to God speaking in other tongues gives us words belonging to a dignified and elevated discourse so who's being improper Who's undignified? When we spend time in a service and someone can't even speak because of the Spirit of God, it's not undignified. When we, when we go around and the Spirit of God hits us and we just, ho, 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 not undignified. It's elevated. It's a higher way of doing things. It's God's way. It's God's way. It's God's way. And that's what we want. That's what we long for. That's what we desire. And that's what we must have to get this job done. This gospel of the kingdom is to be preached in all the world. How's it going to happen? We have to know how to function in God's way, in God's plan, in God's purpose, and praying together in one accord, in one place, with one language. Glory to God, His language, where we're cooperating with Him. We can get it done. We can get it done. We can get this job done. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 
Come on, let's pray. My goodness. Man. <laughs> Folk would say about you, your elevator doesn't go all the way to the top. Well, this is how to get it to the top. He'll, he'll add floors to your, to your elevator. We're going to pray. I, you know what? We didn't, we didn't plan to coordinate this this morning. Matter of fact, I didn't know she was speaking when I was up here speaking. I didn't know she was going to. It just went that way. And God's, God's good. He marries stuff, doesn't he? I mean, I'm impressed by him. Just don't want you to think that we were smart enough. But uh, before we pray, I'm reminded of, of this verse in 1 Corinthians 1, verse 10. You could turn or you could just listen. But it says, now I beseech you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you all speak the same thing. Yes. Did you catch that? There you are. Awesome. Do you all speak the same. the same thing? Why? Those words are conducting power. Yes. Amen. Yes. And that there be no divisions among you, yeah. Yeah. but that you be perfectly joined together yes. in the same mind. And in the same judgment. Well, you wear yourself out trying to get that to happen in the natural. But uh, this language that God's given us, we can do it. We can, we can be perfectly joined. We can speak the same thing. Glory to God. We can be elevated and dignified. And, the, and my favorite part is that nothing that God has imagined and planned will be restrained from us. Yeah. So I just say today that we participate in this, yes. all of us, and, and we make some, uh, y- y- we won't turn there, but it's just, y- you know the verse in James that talks about making tremendous power. Av- yes. We're, we're going to just uh, make some power available for this region. God's plan in this region. It's big. It's big. Not just the region. God's plan for this region is big. Big, 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 big. Hallelujah. So let's, let's do that. You want to, uh, how about we start out, everybody just stand up, and then you're welcome to sit as we go, but that way you change your position. So, some of the, uh, the chairs are comfortable here though, aren't they? Aren't they awesome? Praise God. You got it? Lead us out. Oh, Father, yeah. we're so grateful Thank today. Thank you, Master. We're so thankful for yes. your plan and yeah. your purpose ha, ha, ha. on the earth. Wow. We're so grateful, and today we come together yes. with one heart, yes. in one yes. place, yes. in one accord, and yes. we're going to lift up our voices together, and we're going to ask you, Father, help us, help us, Holy Spirit, to pray yes, out Master. your plan, yes. your purpose, that which you have for the earth, that which you want done on this earth, your plan, your plan. Your plan. Yes, master. Yeah, yeah. Better call a post bed to give him. Tana red, and Tana red, and Tana red, Latinese, and Tana red, Papa Chista Katsa Galatizo, Karatiso Kova, Tana Kisa Kova, this, 
Makana Tiva Kosa Dasa Debaramale, Marapanave, Magalesene, Makachenaba, Mela Tutukura Bespela Tasa, Gela Stato, Gela Standamana Oma, Oma, yes, the fullness of the plan, the fullness of the plan, the expansion of the plan, the expansion of the voice, expansion of the voices, yeah, ha ha ha, expansion of the voices, multiplication of the voices of and Chile Riete, and Chile Riete Carapas, and Chile Riete Carasperi Calam, and Chile Riete Carapespi Catsodobrenti, Devriato Durant, Devriato Nucoba, Devriante di Crucosalama, Dirassi, Dirassi, Dirassi Pere, Dirassi Pere Pere, Dirassi Pere Cave, Cala, 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 Calapas, Carabesh, Caramena, Calamama. Kele Defe, Kele Detrabana, Kele Detrabana, Nankra Gaspelesigo, Egre Gaspolotse de Damatsigi, Ankele, Ankele Te, Ankele Te Crape, Tennis, Tennis Te, Tennis Te, Tennis Te Cobo, Tennis Te Chebe, Tennis Te Kilena, Tennis Te Cobrona, Vila Nam, Vila Nam Arasco, Parof, Ferres, Ticarato, Nelensi, Nelensing Nebra Bakrogus, Patekaras, Padakuru, Terakra Castolo, Terastica Tadamolo, Procomalan, Enelati, Enelati Vera Pascoco, Enelati Tecrocus, Pasati Damaro, Damaro Tele, Daimara Tensi, Tegora, Telanda, Telanda, Dale and Tecoba, Dale and Tecoba, Dale and Tecoba, Dale Andre, <laughs> 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 
Belezmo, Belezmo, Koče, Bala, Besko, Sogo. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah, ha, 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 ha. Ma, 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 ma. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Friends, pray this after me. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. For the increase in miraculous healings. Thank you also, Master. Thank you also, Master. For increase in the hunger for the knowledge of God and His Word. Thank you also, Father. For increase in the flow of your love one to another. Thank you for these things. Thank you for these things. Thank you for your outpouring. Thank you for your outpouring. That we're in. That we're in. For the increase. For the increase. That it gets stronger and stronger. That it gets stronger and stronger. That it goes longer and longer. That it goes longer and longer. Reaching more and more. Reaching more and more. Till everyone. Till everyone. Hears. Hears. And experiences. And experiences. What you're offering in our day. What you're offering in our day. Thank you. Thank you. For the days we're in. For the days we're in. And the fullness of those days. We say we're in it. We say we're in it. Thank you for the fullness. Thank you for the fullness. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your healing. Thank you for your healing. Thank you for extraordinary miracles. Thank you for extraordinary miracles. More and more. More and more. Ha ha ha. Glory to God. Lift your hands up and give them thanks. Thank you, 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 Father. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, become a partner, or visit our online store. This program has been made possible by the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries.